Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Herman Cain and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. Uh, this is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Hope you had a great week and a great weekend planned ahead. I had a fantastic week. I had the old three-day work week, nice. which is which is rare. Fred Blankenship knows <laughs> nothing of that. You haven't had a three-day work week in your entire career. Veronica Waters has, uh, you're the queen of the four-day weekend. Am I? Yeah. I mean, that in Fridays and Mondays off. Yeah. You're known in these parts as the four day weekend lady. I learned from the best. Yeah. Now, that is smart. Mark Alewine taught me well. (laughs) Mark (laughs) Alewine. Yeah, but you at least schedule the days off. He calls in sick on those days. Right. That's true. (laughs) We're on to you, Mark. Amen. We know how you call in every Friday before your two weeks fake two week vacation starts. Oh, the, we, not you, knows. I actually meant no. Elwan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Elwan was the Mark Aram show star of the show yesterday. By the way, how did he get star of the show? Why didn't I get star of the show? You, a, you what? weren't on the show, and B, he uh, he was he joined us twice. Last uh, time I was on the show, I should have gotten star of the day. So you become star the more times you you join. Well, it's for going above and beyond. So whoever gets star of the show at the end oh. of the show, I'll nominate star of the show. Well, right. I choose it. I don't nominate it. And then at the end of the year, whoever has the most stars of the show gets a thousand dollar cash prize. So, Whoa! What? Yeah, thousand bucks. Thousand beans. I did not tax know this. Tax free, cash under the table. <laughs> I'm going to start lobbying. Exactly. To be on the show. So you got to come down a little more often. <laughs> get on the show more often. So, so last night on the show, we were talking about uh, the, it was the spelling bee, right? And I and I kind of said, you know, spelling's a, it's a dying art because everything is spell checked now. Everything you type is computers, you right? Know, and and another dying art is cursive writing. Like people, the kids aren't even in half the schools. Kids aren't even taught cursive writing right. anymore. So Aowan came on, told me his older daughter learned it, but the younger kid in middle school hasn't learned it. And then he joined me again for another fast food thing. So he got the star of the show yesterday. Do you still write in cursive normally? I, I tried last night, and it was. Painful. So meaning you tried last night, meaning you don't normally no. do it anymore, unless okay. I sign my name on a check. Right. That's the only time I'll write cursive. Does it look like cursive, though, or does it look like one of those legendary scribbles that no one can read, like an autograph or something? My cursive? Yeah. So last night, you we, sign we a all check. had... We all, oh, oh, it's just... Uh, my, my signature is basically just an M and an A like that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. not cursive. Because yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's how I used to sign baseballs. You had to do it quick. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you go... Whoosh, whoosh. But when I tried to write actual cursive yesterday, an actual sentence, it was, it was painful, like, trying to remember... What to do? Like I was like, 
And forget about trying to do a Q or a Z. <laughs> I have no idea what those look like in cursive writing. Right. So you, you have kids, Fred. They're, are, are, they're too young, though? To, to Right be... now, they're too young. Cursive hasn't started in, in their world yet. But yeah. I think it's an important skill to have. And, you know, I, I asked you how often you do it because I do it half and half. I find that I write cursive when I feel I haven't done it enough. Oh. And and so I need to make sure that I still have the skill I don't have the uh, skill to do it anymore. But, I mean, yeah, so I find myself still writing in cursive. And, and just wondering, can it be better than what I'm doing right now? I've always had bad handwriting. I've always had bad handwriting. Like, I remember when I was in third grade, um, we're, we're pretty much the same age. So third right. grade, every one of my friends had an Atari. Like, it was the it thing. <laughs> and I said to my mom, I want an Atari. She said, that's too expensive. I was like, what can I do to get an Atari? She said, if you get all A's in your report card, I'll buy you an Atari. I said, all right. And I was a good student. Banged it out, got my report card, all A's. Handwriting, I got an A minus. She did not get me an Atari. Oh, yeah, and that's so. Be uh, be warned, Dad. <laughs> Things that you do to kids at that age. I'm 41 years old, and I'm like still mad at my mom for not. Getting I, the I, I can understand. A-. I can totally understand. Yeah, and I, I probably deserved a C for my handwriting. It's just yet so, you so did bad. not improve your handwriting no. since. So but, what's that all about? But the women on the show last night really like cursive because women, I think, generally have better handwriting. You you take more care on your handwriting. No, is that a sexist thing to say? I, I don't know, but I'm just saying I'm apparently not a woman in this case because my handwriting looks ridiculous. No, you have But I bet you your handwriting looks better than you think. No, it does not. Well, when you, you write you in that purple so? pen. No, sometimes I can't even read. I'm out in the field and I'm scribbling notes on stories and then half the time I'm having to decipher it well, later. that happens to everybody. Yeah. You, you wrote that down. I'll be on the set and I'll write this down, this note. I'll look back and say, what? now happening... I have no idea what's happening because I cannot read my handwriting. Yes, I don't know. We're going to get back to you on that, everybody. Yes, my my signature looks like a bunch of loops. It looks like a bunch of loops. But I will confess to you that since I got engaged, I have been practicing what my new signature is going to look like. Are are you impressed? Nerd ball. (laughs) All girls do it. All girls do it. Yeah. And so I'm trying to see what it's what it's going to look like. I'm sure it's great. uh, Fred Blankenship from Channel Two, Veronica Waters from WSB Radio, joining us here on the Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Um, Are you are you going to go? All right, because we we recently had a name switch over here Mm -hmm. at the station. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sabrina Gibbons got married, right, and is now Sabrina Cupid. Which I still have trouble dealing with. You know, I've been working with Sabrina for 15 years. It's Sabrina Gibbons, Sabrina Gibbons. Cute name, though. Cute name, absolutely. So have you made that decision, Veronica? Are you going to switch up the name on the air? I probably won't. I'll probably still be Veronica Waters. It's a mouthful, I guess. Is, is that because but your fiance's last name is Moskowitz? You, <laughs> you don't, don't want to do that? We only get 30 seconds to tell the story. And so I think that, and plus I would want to keep my maiden name. So Veronica Waters Moskowitz takes up way too much time. <laughs> You know. Have you just discuss- have you had this conversation with him? Yeah, he said, and here's what he said. He said, as long as you change your name in real life, I don't care what you do on the. He air. says, as long as you're marrying me, I don't care what you call your name. <laughs> so, so my wife took my last name, um, but she uh, and she's used it. She's adopted it for like business purposes, mm-hmm. like her photography company's Aram Photography. Oh, that's um, so cute. But so, so she had a we had a conversation. It's social media. It's funny. She said, "Listen, I'm going to put my maiden name." On my Facebook page, Lauren Kenya Aram, I was like, oh, "All right, fine. I don't, you know, it doesn't matter to me." But apparently, she she wanted that, so um, she was trying to like add family members to her friends' requests, like aunts and uncles in New York, and they were getting friend requests from Lauren Aram, and they're like, "Who the hell's Lauren Aram?" And they were declining her, so she she put her. <laughs> 
maiden name. Your uh, your wife took your your name. She did, right? she did. Yeah. But she she can be on someplace as as her maiden name too. Yeah. I think it's good because people can actually find you. You know, if they were looking sure. for Paige Blankenship, sometimes you know people back in in the day who knew her back then might not know where to look. So mm-hmm. I you know I have no problem with that. I think it's great that she took my name. Very cool. But I think it you know it's a it's a growing uh, you know trend where people are keeping their own names. Did y'all and, have a conversation before you got married about what she wanted to do? Did you tell her, honey, I really would love for you to carry the Blankenship name? You know what? I really would have liked her to carry the name, but uh, I would have understood if she didn't want to. Oh, yeah. You know, but, you know it worked out name, great. Though. I like it. It's yeah. I, I, I happen to like it. It's my <laughs> name, so I like it. You know, it, we got to work on Fred, though. Fred, <laughs> you know, Fred, Fred is actually name. a natural depressant. Like, if you, if you tell if you tell somebody, hey, I'm, I'm Rick, and I'm Tim, and yeah. I'm I'm Andrew. What's your name? Fred. And they Fred. go, oh, oh, oh okay, Fred. all right. Oh, that's so a, nice I think that's you. a dying name. It, it, it's, it's an old school name. Yeah. It's an old school. But I will say this. I've always met good Freds. Yeah, absolutely. Good Freds? Yeah. Fred name one Sanford. other good Fred besides yourself. Sanford. Uh, that's a fictional character. <laughs> you, you know, uh, I'm, I'm the third. So I'll say my dad and my grandfather. Sure, okay. Uh, classy Freddy Blassie. Oh, of we, wrestling fame. <laughs> you can't be him. You never heard of Classy Freddy Blassie? No. Oh my god. Oh, your, your Saturdays as a child were ruined. Yes. I remember Junkyard Dog. <laughs> JYD. J- I remember Junkyard Dog yes. and Rick. What's his name? Woo! Rick yes. Flair. Rick Flair. Whatever. Do you have you ever heard of uh, SD Special Delivery Jones? <laughs> Is that? They, he's Is real. A porn star? No. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. He was no, my no. favorite wrestler growing up. Oh. And he never, ever won. Well, I don't think he favorite. won. You, you like I don't think he won. won. You're right. Apparently, you're right. you like the underdog. Well, he, I, I mean, it was SD Special Delivery Jones. Like, he was the coolest man on the planet, and he lost every freaking time. He would tag team with Coco Beware. Exactly right. Coco <laughs> Beware. I remember Coco Beware. Now, though, sometimes they'd win the, the tag team, but heads up wrestling, he never won. True story. True um, story. I, I hate to transition from pro sport to pro sport. But uh, NBA Finals are upon us. Ooh. Fred and I are big hoops fans. Fred, uh, by the grace of God, luck, who the hell knows, was born a Lakers fan. Oh, got to enjoy. <laughs> he really oh, is our so How many so titles good. Have you had in your in your lifetime? In my lifetime, well, okay. So the '80s is when it started yeah. for me. So I think the last one was what was that? 80, 81, or seventy nine, eighty? I forget. So in my lifetime, I think there have been eight. You're so spoiled. How nice is that? No, but I I expect to win. I totally expect to win. Oh no, no! In my lifetime, there have been eleven because there were exactly. three runs with Kobe, um, and Shaq, and, Shaq and uh, ten and or eleven. Magic so and... yeah, so I mean, I expect to win. So I've had zero Knicks titles in my lifetime. They won... and still the Knicks are considered like a fantastic franchise. They're awful. They're <laughs> they've been bad for a long time. I've and I'm and I, and I am spoiled when it comes to baseball, right. and, and football. Mm-hmm. The Giants and the Yankees have I've seen titles in my lifetime, um, but I, I'm I'm resigned to the fact I will never see a New York Knicks basketball title mm-hmm. in my lifetime and I, and I get it we're just an awful franchise we're jinxed we're hexed it's not going to happen so I've adopted the I mean I'm a hometown Hawks fan as now, now you're a Hawks are. fan yeah talk to me about your thoughts guys about the Hawks cap series what what happened please well, I think it's obvious that when Jeff Teague is off his game, that the Hawks cannot come through. And then when you have Al Horford missing three pointers in the clutch, then we are going to we're going to suffer. <laughs> that was almost almost good. <laughs> <laughs> you, you had me till the Al Horford missing three pointers in the clutch. He did. He missed that game winning three pointer. No, that was no, that was that, Shelvin Mack. 
No, it wasn't. Yeah, Horford's not shooting threes. But that's good, though. Okay, it was whatever. solid up until that point. <laughs> Here's the deal. Yeah. No matter what happened, in my opinion, no matter how close they got, let's say Corbett didn't get hurt, let's say Shelvin makes that three-point mm-hmm. shot. Let, let's say it all goes the right way. Teague makes the shot in game Teague three. makes the yeah. shot. You you have a better game one. Game what? Game two doesn't happen the yeah. way it did. Uh, a team like the Hawks has to go through something like this to sure. get to the next it's level. It's the rite of passage. It's the rite of passage. You have to be beat. Even though LeBron James, it, I, I heard somebody on the radio call it like the you know the LeBron and them's. Uh, basically, <laughs> yeah. even though the team isn't that great, they're pretty good. He elevated everybody, and he it made everybody team play team. their best. And so the Hawks had a great season, good team, spread the ball well. But, w- but when it came down to having to win and knowing how to win, sure. it might be a year or two Here's before they get there. The Hawks, when healthy, are a perfectly assembled team of players. Uh-huh. Everyone knows their role. Everyone executes. And we saw that during that 19-game win streak. What happens is if if you miss one piece of that magical puzzle, right. and this piece, in my opinion, was Cephalosha. Oh, yeah, Cephalosha out. Yeah. When you pull that one piece, it kind of deflates all the others. And they just didn't have the defensive intensity. Um, they didn't have the ball movement. And then it slowly got worse and worse, and then Corver's out. and then So I just think the, the, the team as a whole, when healthy, is unbeatable, truly. But if, you, if you're missing one of that pieces, uh, it's a domino, and, and we saw that. And hopefully I, they'll get better next year. I agree. Healthy maybe, healthy, maybe Golden State Atlanta would have been the best oh, matchup. Would have been great. If, if the Hawks were as healthy as they were midseason. Real quick, uh, we got to step away for a second. Yo. Give me a prediction in the finals. My heart, my heart goes with LeBron. Okay. My head goes with Curry because if he and, and the Warriors, because if they can make those shots, if they can make shots from 23 feet, 24 feet, 25 feet, and, mm. and consistently make them and match that with the defense, there is no team beating them. I've never seen a better pure shooter than Steph Curry. He's but those, insane. Yeah, true, but those shots have to go in. Yeah, absolutely. They have to go in. But when they can control the game from there, you can't beat them. Miss Veronica Waters Moskowitz, who do you pick in the uh in the I finals? just want to say it was Al Horford who made that shot. Well, oh, in well, the last second. What shot are we talking Not about? Miss here? That <laughs> shot. Well, I, I, I think Mark and I are thinking Sorry. of a different shot. Anyway, um I don't know because I, I my heart's not with either team, yeah. but I have emotional sort of stories about J.R. Both Smith. of them are whatever. You know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a former Alkernite used to coach Golden State. No kidding. Larry Smith. Well, there that you was, go. That's that was many you, years ago. That's who you go. They haven't been to the playoffs since the 70s or something. And the finals since the 70s. Yeah. The finals. since the, and, I, and then you have LeBron who went back to Cleveland to help his hometown. I don't yeah, know. That is, that is a great story. I think I'd be story. happy with either of them. Right. I think it'd be awesome. We'll check back. And maybe Steph can keep his little Can you guys hang out for one more second? The you don't like Riley up there? Oh. Let's talk, let's talk about what we come back. <laughs> Veronica Waters, Fred Blank, and Chip Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Back after this. Janine and Marcus on a shopping spree. And on the way, I grabbed Soli and Mia. And as the cash box rang, Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. Here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you. Take it slowly. Welcome back to the Mark Aram Show on this Friday Eve. Joining me in studio, anchor extraordinaire Fred Blankenship oh from Channel 2 Action oh. News, fresh off our uh, sweeps victory on Channel 2. Veronica Waters, fresh off an engagement, also joining us here on the program. Um, real quick, before we get to Riley, is that her name? Riley yeah. Curry? Riley Curry. Um, I got a pair of tickets to give away. Seventh caller to 404-741-0750. You want a pair of tickets to the Craft Beer Festival and 5K Road Race June 20th on Main Street in downtown 
Alpharetta. Um, all right, Riley Curry, adorbs. Ad- like, adorbs. I don't even use that word. Adorbs. I'm saying adorbs. Did you see that she did the little the three-point thing that uh, her dad does? <laughs> and people are making a big deal about this. They shouldn't be like sports writers are too. Right. I, I started my career as a sports writer. Sports writers are the worst people on earth. They're miserable. They're awful. They lead lonely existence. They're miserable people, generally speaking. There are exceptions out there. And they're, and the sports reporters are like, this is our workplace. We shouldn't have to do this. We shouldn't have to do... Shut up. She's not on the court. Exactly. Let me just say that. You know, right. this is a part of his job. It's not the most crucial part of his job. And I do think that I said to somebody, if if you if you didn't if he wasn't a premier player that everybody wanted to hear from, I would think he was doing it after the first time that he was that he continued to bring her up there because he wanted to guarantee some camera time because you know how she's going to act after the way she did it oh, the first she, time. I don't mm-hmm. care. But I mean, absorbed. you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I tell you what, I thought Marshawn Lynch's behavior in his press conference was far worse than what Absolutely. Riley's doing. So or here's the deal: bad, when, you know? when you accept your next Emmy, I want your kid sure. on the podium. And oh, all my kids on the podium. <laughs> I'll have my kids and my dogs. You have nine. Now? <laughs> Is that right? nine? Well, you know, three feels like nine. I need to borrow one. I, I, know I, what, I you know what I thought was so cute about your kids that they what? were they went outside barefoot in the snow. Oh yeah. How can they stand that? Little, o- little only tight. only people who when it's not their children going outside barefoot in the snow think that's cute. When it's yeah, when it's your kid. Did not <laughs> 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 when, it, when it's your kid, you're like oh, and it's on Facebook yeah, too. Great. Footprints. We got to run news, weather, and traffic decks. Follow these folks on uh, Twitter. At That's right. Fred, Fred Blankenship, WSB. At Miss B Waters. Woo! I love it. Thanks for coming in on a Friday, guys. Marky Marky the man. Cephalosha. Right. News, weather, <laughs> traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. Bonita, Bonita, Bonita. Hey, Bonita. WSB's Clark Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whenever and wherever there's Better severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in. Depend on it. The staff of the Mark Aram Show stay at the luxurious Union Mission in beautiful downtown Atlanta. Welcome back to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. The Mark Aram Show Friday edition rolls along with you till midnight every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. I'm pumped for tomorrow morning and I want to know if you uh, folks can join us. It's the uh, second annual Captain Herb Emery Memorial Motorcycle Ride benefiting Toys for Tots. Um, It's tomorrow hosted by Fred's Barbecue. Kickstands up at 11 a.m. Rain or Shine. And it's a great, great event. Uh, you get it's twenty five dollars per bike, ten dollars for each passenger, including a lunch up to five dollars at Fred's Barbecue House. All the proceeds go to the Marine Corps uh, Toys for Tots. Um, I'll be out there. Most of the traffic team will be out there. Mark Riquet, uh, Doug Turnbull, Kim McCarthy, the whole gang. So come out and see us again. It's the second annual Captain Herb Emery Memorial Motorcycle Ride benefiting Toys for Tots. And there's like an arts and crafts thing going on there. It's 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 going to be awesome. Uh, joining me now in studio, also awesome. 
Um, not a motorcycle guy, I would imagine. Jeff Elliott. No, I am not. B98.5. Uh-huh. Yeah, Jeff and Melissa Morning Show. No, I'm not. I, I, I had a dirt bike when I was a kid, and I, I traded it for a drum set. Really? Well, yeah. that's okay. That's a fair deal. Well, it worked out great. Pawn Stars would approve of that trade. Absolutely. They would say, yeah. Yeah, I you got it. You watch that show, Pawn Stars? I used to. I don't watch it so much anymore. Yeah. I met, um, who's the, the uh, is it Rick? Rick, yeah. The yeah, owner. I met Rick. Uh, he, I was in Las Vegas doing a, uh, a radio thing and interviewing a bunch of artists, and they brought him through. Um, smart guy, man. Really smart. Yeah. Not the friendliest guy you're ever going to meet. Really? No. Uh, he was just, he did just enough. Like, you know, he did only what he was supposed to do. No sure. more, no less. All right. And, uh, but yeah, you could ask him anything. Have you the ever guys... been to a pawn shop? Yeah, oh yeah. I've, yeah. I've bought stuff at pawn shops before. I've, I've always been, I don't know how it works. So I've always been kind of like, well, I guess Pawn Stars has helped me a little bit get over my fear of what's going on in there, but I'm still not sure what the hell's going on in there. Well, I've, okay, I've never sold anything. Yeah. I've only bought. But yeah, it's like any other store you're going to. I was actually, I was it's funny at the drum thing because I was looking for uh, a symbol and a symbol stand. And sometimes they have them, sometimes they don't. And I happened to find the stand, but not the symbol. See, so, yeah, I found what I wanted, went in, got it for, you know, cents on the dollar, and it was great. It, you know, but I've never gone in and pawned so, anything. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing, I think. I think, <laughs> I think that's a good thing. Probably. But I, I just can't imagine, like, Pawn Stars, that, that's like a really nice shop. Like, they've got. It's it's well kept up. It's maintained, you know, for the show mostly. I'm sure. I'm assuming your basic pawn shop in Buford uh, Highway, yeah, is not going to be as comforting or no. or cozy. Now, um, there's a there can be a seedy yeah, element to it for sure. Like the one I walked into. You know, it's funny about pawns. If you ever go in one, every time I've been in one, they all smell like gasoline because somewhere there's yeah. probably a mower. Oh, like, I got so, you. Yeah. know what I mean? Or or an edger or but every time I walk in that's what I smell. I smell like the this, you know, that the uh wa- the gasoline from a mower or an edger. I'm going to do that in the next couple of weeks. That's that's a homework assignment for me. I'm going to go to a pawn shop and see what's what's going on with that. You know, a lot of people buy their watches there, jewelry. Yeah. I mean, you know, people get Things desperate and they got to get rid of. Well, you got a you got a ring on. Yeah. This is the cheapest ring that I could buy at the jewelry store when I got married cuz I assumed I was going to lose it. What'd you pay for it? You remember? Uh, under a hundred dollars. Really? Yeah, it's uh, tungsten. You know, I just got married, so I'm, I wear- I'm wearing a ring again. Exactly. And I, I and I, the whole time I was like, ah, I'm not going to wear a ring. In fact, my wife said, I don't even care if you wear a ring or not. Right? Really? So, yeah, she was like, I don't care. So Whoa. fast forward to a few Saturdays back, because yeah. we just got married May first. Yeah, I know. So fast forward a few Saturdays back, and Azil comes home from shopping, and she said, By the way, I bought you a ring today. I'm like, What? You, what do you mean you bought me well, a ring? You need it for the actual ceremony. Yes, like maybe that's yeah. the traditional, but you know. Uh, but I said, I. She said, no, you'll like it. I said, well, how much was it? She said, it was five hundred dollars. What? I know. I was like, wait a minute, back up. That's a, a second drum here. set. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. a drum set. Yeah, or something, or a dirt bike, or <laughs> something. You know, five hundred bucks. Yeah, I know. I thought that was a lot. I mean, it's a cool ring. I like it, but I don't know. I, when was I, the last time you wore a, a wedding ring? When I was married, the first, this is my second marriage. I know. How long ago was that? I'm uh, so I had a wedding ring. We've been uh, six six years. So is, is it taking a while getting used to? Yeah. You know what's weirder than wearing the ring? And it has taken me a while. 
the weirdest thing for me is referring to Azil as my wife. It still sounds, when I use the word wife, it still sounds because weird to me. you've branded her as your fiancé Azil for so long. Well, for two, That's how I'll still refer to her as. I know, I told her that. Azil. I told her the other day, I said, Mark said he's going to refer to you as my fiancé Azil. And, and uh, she said, well, I'm your wife. And, he, and I said, well, that's going to be your stage it's, name. It's implanted in yeah. my head. Jeff Elliott from the uh, Jeff and Melissa Morning Show on B98.5 FM joins us. Newly married. Congratulations. Thank you. Any angst in picking out her ring? Uh, did you guys do it together? Did you do it on It was your really own? simple. Uh, we did it together, mm-hmm. but the only surprise, we picked out the ring, we found everything we wanted, and then I, uh, she had her mother passed away 11 years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, her she's from South, South Africa, and her mom worked in the diamond business in South Africa. Ooh, so she had an old ring that Azil had from her mom. So uh, Azil didn't know after we picked the ring out, I took that ring from her mom and had him remove the stone out of that and put it in her new ring. How did you manage that? Um, very crafty, very sneaky. That's borderline illegal. Like mm-hmm. you, you took her dead mom's ring. No, no, but without I but, her knowing. No, with, without Azil knowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just took the diamond out and left the ring intact. I took the diamond out that's... and I put that in her new ring. You wouldn't have made that move. I thought it was romantic. That's a, it's, it is romantic, but it's touchy. Like you are messing with her dead mom's ring. Like, that could have backfired. She could have been like, how dare you destroy my mom's wedding ring? Well, okay, well, if okay, worst case scenario, that's her reaction. Put it back. I put it back. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, I figured, look, as long as I don't, as long as I don't damage the ring, yeah. and, and the guy promised, he said, no, it's easy to do. We do this stuff all the time. So yeah. I'm like, cool. All right. So, and she loved it when I, you know, told her she got all emotional. South African blood diamond. That's not, <laughs> that's, you ever Way see that taint movie? my wife's wedding ring. Yes, I did. Right. And her her mom didn't work in, on that end of things. She was in just in the retail side of it. So by the time they got she it, wasn't. she wasn't working in the mines. <laughs> <laughs> that's, well, that that's risky. Here's the thing. I had a, uh, something similar pop up after I got married. And, you know, I had to go out and buy a ring for my wife, whatever. Um, her mom gives her her grandmother's wedding ring. Okay. And I'm like, where were you six months ago? Like, right. I, why could I have done what you did? But you would have had to, you had to modify it. You've got to alter it fine, somehow. Fine, You're good with but that. But give me the freaking diamond. It's when's your, How long have you been married? Four years, July. Okay. Maybe t- five? See, for me, multiples of five, whether it's birthdays or weddings, or that's a big deal. Yeah. So for, for the fifth, is there any way for you to add the stone, or is there any way for you to... To make that her grandmother's ring. If there ring. is going to be a fifth, I'll do something special. We'll oh see. Gosh. We'll see how it works that out. That just went horribly we'll wrong. See how it works out. No, but that was just like I, I wanted to. Like you couldn't give me the grandmother diamond before I, I bought this thing. I know. Like now, now there's just the dead. Di- not dead. That's a bad phrase. Right. There's an unused diamond sitting in my safety deposit box that I could have used for and and taken that money and and get. The, you know what? Get her a pendant, a real nice diamond necklace. She gets enough. Well, but yeah, but this <laughs> this is from you, stuff. and it's special. I just like she gets enough stuff. All right, all right. I, if you don't want to make your wife happy, it's that's on you. I'm just trying that's to help my you out here. Daily task is to, to make, make my her wife. unhappy. Is to make her happy. That's all I live for. Okay, good. Well, that's good. Happiness. Me too. Me too. I'm very. I couldn't. I'm thrilled to be married. Your I, your wife, again, Jeff Elliott from the Jeff and Melissa Morning Show on B98.5 joins us. Uh, the best of the '80s, '90s, and today. <laughs> uh, your wife is like, and I I mean this. With no disrespect, and in, it's a total compliment. She's like a dude. Like, oh, you without hang a doubt. out with her. Yeah. Like, she's like one of the guys. Yeah. I love that about her. Well, it's, 
I'm the woman in the relationship. <laughs> I really, and we talk, it's so, funny, we talk so. about this all the time because, yeah, you're right, Azil is just one of the she's guys. The she's the coolest person ever. Yeah, she's, and, and that's why we get along so well, but I'm the one that's like emotional and I cry and I love shopping and, <laughs> yeah, you it's weird. Is, you know, hundreds of thousands of people are listening to this I don't, right that, That's all right. That's okay, man. <laughs> I mean, that's, but those are the, like, I do all the cooking. You know, I I I shop. Mm-hmm. I I love going clothes shopping. Azil hates it. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's so uh, we joke about that all the time. You that, like going clothes shopping? Yeah, I love it, really? man. Really? Like for suits or just like t-shirts or anything? I, I love. I hate it, dude. Oh, I, I could kick it. around the mall all day. I love kicking around the mall, just going into different stores, and I like trying on stuff. Sometimes I buy it, sometimes I don't. See, and and she hates that because my wife is is tall. Yeah, she's very tall. Very, and very attractive. She ball. has very difficult time finding pants that are long enough. And I can hear her all the time huffing and puffing in the dressing room. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my. And so she goes, let's go. Let's just go. Do you try stuff on? Yeah. I never try stuff on. Yeah, she goes in the room with me when I try it on. I get her That's instant hot. feedback. That's hot. I, I go shopping, and I, I don't like going shopping, but like I'll go to K&G. Like every three months, I get to buy new shirts and Right, right, for, for your TV. TV stuff, yeah. And with pants, I don't try it on. I hate, I think it goes back to childhood. I hate it as a kid. My mom would make me try pants, so it was just yeah. an awful experience to this day. I cannot stand it. Well, I, you know, you ha- I have to wear clothes. Yes, you do. Right, so, and it's, so it's something I've got to do. Mm-hmm. And I figured at one point in time, I might as well just enjoy it. I know everybody, uh, you know, groans about going to the mall or grocery store or whatever. But look, I got to wear clothes and I got to eat. I love the grocery store. Oh, the grocery store is fantastic. I love the grocery store. I I go to Publix four times a week. I know exactly where everything I need is in my store by my house. But I still go up and down every aisle. Yep, because I want to see what there might be something new. You know what I found the other day by doing that? Sriracha mayo. Yeah. That was fantastic. Really? Yes. I like mayo and I like sriracha. I don't know if Together? I yeah. It's it will be it's a taste bud explosion. What are you putting that on, for example? Turkey sandwich? I put it on. I put it on just about it. Yeah, you could do it. Yeah, you could do okay, sure. Turkey sandwich, use that example. <laughs> yeah. You could do it there. You you know, obviously it's gonna be a little spicier, yeah. but see, and I love to cook. That's the other thing too. I love to cook and experiment with different stuff and so you know, I, I my get What's my, your go to meal? I'm coming to I'm having a dinner party at your house. My wife and I are coming over, you and your fiance is ill. What are you making? Well, okay. Steak? You want a steak or do you sure. want something Forget different? Forget any dietary restrictions. I, whatever you're making, I'm I got. I got this rub at my house. It's dry rub that yeah. I put on steaks. And I promise you it's it's better than anything you'll Sriracha get in town. Mayo? Nope. Nope. <laughs> dry rub. Or the other thing that I would make you is a pistachio nut meatloaf. Pass. Yeah, see? Pass. Pe- I, uh, Melissa and Jeremy, who I work with on yeah. B98.5, they said the same thing. Pass. I made it and brought it in, and they were like, this is fantastic. Pass. Why? What? What kind of stoned were you that you decided to make oh, I a was, meatloaf with pistachio was, nuts in it? I was baked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. That's, it was a recipe I saw that I tried and I really liked it, and it, and everybody you know I turned it on to. You are a chick. I'm telling you, man. I'm married. I I, I'm a, a guy married to a woman who's I a guy. Saw a recipe. <laughs> right. I was, with, I was flipping through Good Housekeeping, and uh, oh, pistachio freaking I meatloaf. Have, I have got cookbooks at the house. Disgusting. I do all that. Disgusting. Hang out one more second. Yeah, sure. All right, Jeff Elliott on Twitter at Radio Elliott. Yeah, baby. You tweeting more often now or no? Uh, yes, I am. All right, good. As a married man, you have to tweet more. <laughs> it, it's a whole new perspective. It was in my vows. <laughs> All right, hang out. Jeff Elliott in studio. Friday edition. This is the Mark Aram Show.
Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back to the show. Mark Aram with you. I'm going to be going to bed shortly because I have to rest up for tomorrow's second annual Captain Herb Emery Memorial Motorcycle Ride benefiting Toys for Tots. Last year, Jeff, it was amazing. The first one, yeah. we had, I, was, I didn't ride a bike. I'm not riding a bike. Uh, it's in my contract. I'm not allowed to do dangerous things. Um, but I, I videotaped the bikes. Six minutes of bikes leaving. There's so awesome. many motorcycles. There's a Harley dealership right next to Fred's Barbecue House. Uh, come wheel uh, Kickstand's up at 11 a.m. tomorrow. I'll be up there at 10. Fred's Barbecue House, $25 a bike, rain or shine. You get free lunch at Fred's with when you sign up. Arts and Crafts Fair out there. It's, it's a big an, deal. It's an awesome yeah, time. Yeah, it's really cool. And it's very impressive. Even if you're just going, if you're not riding, like, it, there's something just... When you get hundreds of motorcycles kicked up at the same the time, noise. and it's just like vibrates through yeah. you, it's it's impressive. Um, so check it out tomorrow. It's a great cause, obviously. Um, Harley Davidson at Atlanta on Thor- this is Thornton Road, Lithia Springs, just north of I twenty. Um, you and your fiance Azil are more than welcome. To we are uh, uh, we are bu- busy. We're buying a house. We're packing up our is old that, house. Is that done? It looks yeah, it looks like it, it's been a it's been a process, but yeah, it looks like we're finally on the home stretch. Good so stuff. We'll be Do you need help that. moving? You know what, dude? That is something you don't ask your friends for. That that's that because that takes our friendship to a whole different I, level. I wasn't going to offer my service. Oh, I know you I was weren't. Get Buford to help out. <laughs> he's a fantastic mover. He is, and, and a, a shaker, great, and he's a great dog sitter. He dog sat for me last weekend. Okay, real quick, give yeah. me this, this here. That I asked a friend of mine if they would watch my puppy dog, Mister mm-hmm. Jack Levitt. Right? Let me ask my wife. He says, "Okay, cool." He gets back to me. Says, "Okay, it's cool." But one thing, my wife said, "You have to do." And I said, what? And he said, when you pick up your dog, you got to go in the backyard and pick up all his poop. No dice. Right. I yeah. thought, but isn't no that a dice. weird request? Weird. So you don't even need to deal with that dude. Buford will house sit and dog sit for you. I came home. Uh, my wife and I went to uh, Destin for Memorial Day weekend. I came home. The house is clean. And my wife's like, that's amazing. You called the cleaning crew while we were on vacation. That was so sweet of you. He, he just did it himself. I was like, it wasn't me. That was Buford. Wow. He watched the dog, watched the house, cleaned the house. <laughs> He's do you the know, man. Do you know how much he could charge per hour if anybody wanted to use those services? That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I pay him handsomely, but he went above I'm and beyond. sure you do. <laughs> um, all right. Well, dude, thanks for coming in. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Uh, good it's luck. good to see you. Congratulations on the nuptials, on the new house. It's all happening. Pistachio freaking meatloaf. Oh, it's fantastic. It's all blessed. Yeah, thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> news, weather, and traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.